Welcome to Season 2, Episode 29 of Sports Banter with your hosts, Mr. Peanuts. And the polar bear, come on. Welcoming back a familiar face, once again, the oldest in the room. Why is this? To be determined. Doc Downing with a little thing of hiskey there. Right, little hiskey just to get through the uh, session. And it appears he's dove in quickly. And the newest (laughs) addition to the dais, the 22 Sports Banter Fantasy Football Champion and friend of the podcast, Bryson Blake. Welcome aboard. Welcome to the show. It is a pleasure and my honor to be here, gentlemen. (laughs) Oh, this is a big day. It's a big episode because we're doing Super Bowl draft. So who did I think? I need football guys. Bryson, huge football guy. Demons, he's been a football guy since he started out the womb. Polar bear, virtually the same. So we got a big one tonight, fellas. Oh, uh, how are we feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. good. I got my cheat well, sheet. Never felt better, better, my friend. I'm paid to rock. But also, I, we talk, I think it's going to be a like a very interesting perspective. We got the wisdom and from. Mr. Downing here, Doc bringing in perspective, and I wanted to keep it more organic and things that I've been able to appreciate watching Super Bowls, um, as well as things that I've just been able to respect that maybe I didn't watch Eyewitness, so I'm excited to jump into it, guys. Yeah, Floyd, that's a good point. How are you approaching this uh, this draft? Are you going traditional, or are you going personal experience? What do you got? Oh, I'm all over the place. There's one... Yeah, like that. There's one aspect where you guys are just gonna, you know, you know, you see. <laughs> you're anticipating ridicule out the gate. <laughs> oh I, no, no, I'm de- Oh, I'm. Yeah, yeah. One of them, I'm definitely. Gonna <laughs> I'm gonna get some, uh, you know, just what the fuck and why did you choose that kind of scenario? I love it. I'm excited <laughs> for that. No, I think uh, I think there's a lot of ways you can go with each category. Um, like me and Bryson were talking about before we all jumped on here. There's a few that uh, could go anyway. Commercials, venues. I don't know what you guys think, but I know what I think. And that's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with my gut. That's all I got. And let's get started. Let's get started. So, How are we doing the draft order here? And that is part of the process. <laughs> but the, uh, the, the five subjects we're going to be drafting today. As previously texted, one game, one venue, one player performance, one party food, one commercial. Are there any questions before we get to the wheel of truth that will decide the draft order? I got one. I want to make sure I did it properly. Okay. Excellent. Is the venue is the venue. Is it? I got a little confused. I went both ways. I have where I'm watching the Super Bowl or where I would where I would want the Super Bowl to be held as a venue. Yeah, I was talking where the actual game is being played. Oh, perfect. All right. Is that how everyone else uh, understood it? Great point. Yes. Yeah. Well, otherwise, great point. otherwise, everybody would pick Doc's house for the Super Bowl <laughs> venue if that's what you were going to be talking about, right, B? Oh, of course. I was setting up, you know, I was making that setup an easy layup. Easy layup there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got I, that was, category. Oh, I'm going for three right now. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. So I'll get to the wheel, but once it's going to randomly spin, and then if it picks your name, it doesn't automatically mean you pick first. You get to pick one through four what you want to be in the draft order. Okay. 
Understood. Doc, you're a vet of the wheel. You know how it goes. You I know. do. Yeah. And here we go. The polar bear, Bryson, Doc, Mr. Peanut. Bum, bum, Super bum, Bowl, bum, Snake Draft, Prince. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you need music. Oh, 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 rookie. Oh. Don't blow it. Yeah, I had a feeling. I had a feeling. I think I just got to take one. I think I okay. have. So this is going to be off the board. You know what that is? That's a taking control kind of man right there. I'm taking it. <laughs> I'm taking it. First round in the uh, first overall pick in the fantasy draft, too. That worked uh, out well. All right. <laughs> all right, Polar Bear, what do you got? Two, three, uh, four. I'll go. How do I want to do this? I don't know. Um. I'll go. I'll go three. Yeah. Kind of a random one. It's very uh, odd, unusual, uh, but it's perfect for you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, doesn't that just that, that is me in a number right there? Odd <laughs> and unusual. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh come on, man! I don't get a pick. What, oh, what would you have picked if if you uh, got it? Or yeah, well, that's what I was going to pick. So, <laughs> <smoke pork. laughs> perfect. Love that early smoke job in the draft to my own dad. So that's that's just how that goes. <laughs> early rivalries. Okay, we're all set, and with the first overall pick of the Super Bowl snake draft, Bryson Blake. We're going with game, correct? Yes, sir. You can go. You can go any no, category. You can go any category, right? You can't go. We're not following that. Oh, well, that completely changes my. Um... That's why I, I was like, oh, number one overall. Pull <laughs> through. I already had a. I already had a plan here, so I'm going to stick with game. Um, <laughs> well, how could your plan get messed up when you're the? I thought we were going game. Player food commercial commercial. Food. No, no, no! You are sorely mistaken, sir. Uh, okay, hey, said, we're going to adapt strategy coming into this. Chaos, <laughs> chaos out the gate. Oh, out he's the gate. in the war room. He's all <laughs> to be fair. To be fair, yeah, I did okay. say at the beginning. Are there any questions? No questions are raised. Any question I should have asked? Um, I'm just—it's my first time. You know, what a new. Yeah, hey, hey. Come on, Blue. Settle. Settle in, Blue. <laughs> this is one of the probably the first Super Bowl I actually remember watching and enjoying. Super Bowl 34, the greatest show on turf versus Steve McNair. Steve McNair comes up a yard short, and it's just I just fall in love with football and just the the agony from one side and the, the embracement of celebration on the other side. And that's uh, one of the first Super Bowls I remember watching and probably my favorite Super Bowl I got to watch. That was a great Super Bowl. That was an uh, incredible end. I mean, everybody's watching him as he tries to extend his his hand to get to the goal line, right? And it, it's like three-quarter yard line or something, whatever it was. It was like, oh, my God. That was so incredible. Just right out of the movie. Yeah. What do you got on the uh, Titans-Rams? Number one overall selection. Worthy of number one pick? I, I mean... You know, in my opinion, my game has got more sentimental value to myself. But um, <laughs> I think this is my thing is I'm never going to knock a man for that memory of football. So I think it's an exceptional pick uh, on your part. I think 
Um, it's funny when we were going, when I was thinking about the games for myself, um, I kind of had that same thought process in a sense of, you know, that memory from, you know, a young kid in football. So I, I've got a lot of respect for that. Um, was it the best game as no overall number one? I don't think so, but that's just me. Uh, I'm going to have to tend to agree with Plurber there. I do. I think it was a, a phenomenal I mean, football game. When it comes down to the final yard, it's tough to beat that type of uh, situation. However, personally, I feel like I was a little young to really understand the whole scope of the Super Bowl. I remember kind of watching it. I couldn't tell you kind of where I was that, that time. Watching replays of the game and like a football life, you know, it's a phenomenal game. Uh, Kurt Warner, great show on turf, like you said. Kevin Dyson come up a yard short. It's got all the stuff you need. I just I don't have the the personal sentimental value to it. But selections off the board. Polar bear. Excuse me. Polar bear three. Yeah, you're up. You're done. <laughs> I, I didn't hear you say it. Well, I'll stick with game. Um, although I know exactly Patrick's going to know exactly what my game is. Because it's the only time, and probably Polar Bear does, and probably Blue does as well. Uh, the only time my team has won the Super Bowl is in 1985. And that was the Bears versus the Patriots, uh, which we actually uh, uh, knew a kid who's dead uh, was on that Patriot team as the backup quarterback that year. but. Um, well, yeah, Randall. I mean, yeah, Tom on. Randall. There you go. Um, but the Bears came in the best defense ever, in maybe in the history of the NFL. They were incredible, and um, they ended up winning forty-five to ten, the second highest score difference in any Super Bowl ever. Um, and they just pretty much. From start to finish, it was just a complete uh, smoke job. The only only issue of the entire game, which all of us had, William the Refrigerator Perry scores a touchdown, and he's the offensive guard. The guy who doesn't score a touchdown is Sweetness, Walter Payton. So that was the only thing the Bears had issues, or the Bear fans, had issues with this. Sweetness didn't get a touchdown, but um, just like he was in his entire career, he was very uh, gratuitous for winning the game. And so that was my best game ever. But that's a real personal. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll jump in there as the resident uh, Bears fan by blood. Those were those are greater times, Demons. Now we're looking at the number yeah. one overall pick. Right. Uh, so it's it's nice to look back and see that at one point in time we were a dominant vessel in the National Football League. Um, that that team they got a thirty for thirty. They got some stuff that our generation can look back to and see how, just how dominant of a defense they were and uh, how the offense could actually you know score touchdowns and do things. So <laughs> I mean, in terms of a dominant showing, like you said, I mean that was there was no stress as a Bears fan in that game. I'm sure. So that had to be nice. Um, there was no no question that they were the better team that day. There's no question they were the best team in the NFL that year. So that's – unfortunately, it's only happened once in your lifetime, which is unfortunate. Right. But it's a nice one to hang your hat on. 
probably the best defense ever. I would agree with that. I don't have uh, any qualms about the defense by uh, no measure, if you will. Um, but again, I there's a little um, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> a very similar qualm. No, no, no. A similar trend in a sense of uh, uh, sentimental value to the Super Bowl games, and I, 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 I love that. Blue, what do you got on the Bears? Nineteen eighty-five W. It's 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 just what I dream about. I mean, I'm you know I'm a Charger fan, right? Like I have some things. I'll hope maybe I'll get to that later, but it's that's all I that's all I could ever dream about is having my team won in a Super Bowl. If they win it, that's like dream come true for me and for you to be able to experience that in your lifetime. Like that has to be your number one. If you had anything else, I uh. I'd be very surprised. Right. Oh, you'd be disappointed with what you I do. I'd very surprised. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I'd be disappointed. That's a good point. I mean, the fact that you did get a Super Bowl W is huge. And although yeah. it's only happened once, does is it more like it's only happened once or thank God it did happen that one time? Doc. Right. right. Well, you know, we got the, the Cubs on the same. Uh, it happened once. And you take the one time and you live with it forever. Regardless of it, never happens again. So you could be a Charger fan. You know what? Well, unless they ever come back, it's never going to happen as a San Diego Charger, right? So they never, we never got that. So the Bears right. been around for a hundred years, and they won them way before the Super Bowl was ever invented. Um, but <laughs> I, can I back really you know, in modern I times. Um, I think there's plenty of San Diego Charger fans that will accept a Los Angeles Chargers Super Bowl and consider it equal to what they like. I'm a Charger fan, man. Like, it's a little bit. I mean, I've always had ties to San Diego. I didn't grow up there. I fucking hate the Dodgers. I'm not sure if I, but no, you, you can cuss. You can cuss. Oh yeah, let it roll, baby. Let it roll. It pisses me off when I hear like, oh, they came back. It's like, dude, I'm living in San Francisco. The Niners with the exact same distance. And it was just for marketing. Like, they're making way more money now. And, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I love Spanos as an owner. But I think the team made the right decision. They're obviously doing better now. And I hope maybe one day they get bought and come back. But, like, I don't know. I just feel like San Diego fans, it's just like a war against the Chargers. I don't understand. I don't understand. He's he's a rider guy, a uh, Charger guy, boy, bear, as you can tell. And he, he lives and dies with it, man. So, yeah. I totally feel it. I, I, it's the first time I've talked about the Chargers since um, the accident. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we we covered it. Yeah. And everybody, they all, they have the time of their lives there. You know when that happens. <laughs> Anyways, Bears, Bears, Patriots was the pick. Polar Bear, you're on the clock. All right, all right. Yeah. You know, I might as well just keep the same routine here. We're not going to change anything up. Um. Oh, you know what? Okay. I will. I am going to change it up. Because <laughs> right. yeah. Peanut gave me some shit. All okay. right. I'm going with my commercial, okay. and it is by far the coolest, the best Super Bowl commercial in the fucking world, and I don't even think I was alive to watch it, but the history one, and it is the showdown for McDonald's, where it's Michael Jordan and Larry Bird playing, oh, yeah. playing for a Big Mac, and it was... I. Again, I was watching it earlier, but 
hey, you got Michael Jordan and you got Larry Bird playing for a Big Mac during the Super Bowl. You cannot top that. And um, funny enough, it at this pick got chosen because I was watching something with Larry Bird last week and that commercial popped up. And when Mr. Peanut sent out the uh, categories, if you will, that was the first one on my list. So I think it's the best one. I think it's two elite athletes playing for a Big Mac. I mean, come on, that's America all uh, during the Super Bowl. Come on. And during this entire commercial, I'm yelling, bird shit, bird shit, bird shit. Because that's what we used to yell at Larry Bird as he came in and set the Vets Auditorium record his junior year with about 42 points. And then he set it again in his senior year with about 48 points. And we lost both games, of course, because Indiana State was, at that point, incredible. But the entire students, every time he got the ball, bird shit. So I'm yelling in the middle of our Super Bowl party, bird shit, bird shit. I might be, like, totally wrong with this. You said 48 points? That Was was this prior to three-point line? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Just dominate oh, you from an early age. Dog. Oh, my God. Yeah, way before the three-point. Oh, my God. Well, he got the ball across the half court. I mean, he would probably – three-pointer, he probably would have had 68. I mean, the guy was unbelievable. Wow. That's and he made shots. Just like you're watching in that thing against Jordan, he made shots like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's an incredible thing. Um, love the pick, Polar Bear. Two classic, two icons. Um, whenever you have kind of a commercial like that, it reminds me of the uh, Spike Lee and Michael Jordan commercial as well. It's very famous, and you know, I don't know. I like I like when you put two legends together and you make something happen like that. Magic it looks good. You make magic, and it's all for a Big Mac. And what was hotter in the '90s than a Big Mac? That's right. <laughs> two all beef patties, special sauce, and a sesame seed bun. That'd be um, a wrong thought. Checkmate. <laughs> All right. Uh, the, it goes over to Mr. Peanut. And look, I uh, I got to go game here. I'm I'm pretty surprised it got to me. Wow. Um, I you understand. That you go straight to game. What a dick move. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a classic Peanut I, move. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, I got to do what I got to do. You know that. If it was the game you were about to pick, then shame on you, Polar Bear. It could affect you in the polls. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going Super Bowl 42, Giants 17, Patriots 14. One of the most incredible games maybe ever. Uh, you got the undefeated Patriots coming in. Um, and, you know, for a guy like me, Bears fan, Chargers fan, Bills fan, normally we're not in the fight, so you got to find at least a good game to watch. And this one was unbelievable. Tom Brady and Randy Moss that year were, I don't know how many touchdowns they threw. They broke the record. They were an incredible offense. They're going for the uh, 19-0 record to, you know, I guess be better than the 72 Dolphins. And Eli Manning, David Tyree, and Plaxico Burris, Strahan, and whatever, took it on their shoulders to say, after that, we're, we're stopping this train. And they did through defense, which I love. Great hand, tuck. It was beautiful. 
And in another part is the Patriots have been in so many Super Bowls. I find myself just rooting against the Patriots more than rooting for my own team. So that kind of became my team is who's ever playing the Patriots. Right. So the yeah. Giants and Eli Manning, those specific plays you can recall and remember, that's what stuck out to me. Patriots lose 18 and one. What's better than that? I'm almost mad. I didn't make this my first overall pick. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Said it so well, Rick. Like, um, hit the nail on the head. As like, as a Charger fan, my second favorite team was whoever is playing the Patriots. And that was, I believe, that was the year they came and did the lights out dance after they beat us. I might be mistaken. There was a lot of times they beat us, but they did lights out dance and LT and Sean Merriman went out there and fought them. But yeah, I mean, great, great pick, great pick. Thank you, sir. Doc, what do you, what do you think? Yeah, no, it was a, a great game. I mean. Definitely a defensive game all the way, right? So I can't remember how it like how it ended and how they ended up getting the three point victory, but um, to stop the winning streak, I mean, I thought the seventy two Dolphins was probably one of the better teams ever, and you know they were undefeated, different era of football, but I was glad to see that happen. Oliver, what can you recall from uh, that matchup? I mean, I love what you said about, you know, Patriot games. And, and I mean, for most of our adult lives, the Patriots have been in the Super Bowl. And, I mean, there's the there's the narrative of, hey, I just want to watch a Super Bowl without the Patriots. And, um, <laughs> you know, nonetheless, I, I think that game in itself was just another – you know, another one to watch, if you will. Again, number overall number one pick for myself. I wouldn't have done it, but that's just me. Um, but you know, like I said, I, I think it's funny because total side side note. But while we we're going through, while I was going through like my lists of Super Bowl games that I want to pick for my list, the how often were the Patriots in those games? And, yeah. I mean, in my pick, the Patriots is in my pick. So it's just, I, I, it's like we can never get away from those damn guys. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's most of my list that I had, and uh, also the Giants storyline coming into that Super Bowl was they were a wild card team, and they kind of just went on this crazy run to even get there. And the Patriots, it was the the classic like underdog beats the massive favorite. So I'm right. all into that. That's my pick, uh, and I'll go again here. <laughs> And I'm going to go – I could go a couple different ways, but I'm going to go with the first uh, player performance or MVP. And I'm going to go with Tom Brady in oh. the Super Bowl LI 51 versus the Falcons. Another one where I'm rooting hard for the Falcons. <laughs> and right. that one, I thought I had it in the bag. I'm going around the party. There's Patriot fans there. I'm going, you guys get smoked. Forget it. It's over. Just leave. Like, should we just watch something else? And then Tom Brady does what Tom Brady does. Yeah. And then I get and then I get a little quieter and I get a little quieter. And I am like, oh shit. Now I'm back against the wall. I've gone too far in. 
So the numbers of the game, Brady was 43 of 62 for 466 yards, two touchdowns, which in terms of numbers, like isn't crazy impressive, but the real storyline of it all is they're down 28-3 and they come back and win in overtime 34-28. It was a huge legacy game for Brady. He'd already probably met that echelon of being the goat, what have you. But that was just another peg of, wow, this dude really in the biggest right. moment shines the brightest. Right. Um, he, he will just be a guy we go down in history, at least in our generation where we were always watching this guy play and he always seemed to have the drive or the play and was never, you know, thwarted, so to speak. So I'm going Brady versus uh, the Falcons for my MVP. Silence from the dais. That's that's good news for me, fellas. That's good news for me. <laughs> I mean, I'm just so about. tired of talking about Brady. I, I really think that uh, <laughs> maybe, you know, know, in five years when we look back and go, oh, yeah, the dude, well, he was the goat, right? He's done all this stuff, but uh, there's just too much going on with him. Well, you right? don't have to cry about it, dog. Like, I'm, I'm sorry you won, you know, the Super Bowl a hundred times, but that's just facts. We're dealing with facts in the Super Bowl here. Right. Look at how just deflated he is. Yeah. yeah I was like, yeah. Yeah. I knew Brady. Yeah. yeah, Brady, you know. It's God, true. God. It could be called the Brady draft. I mean, the guy's been in a hundred times. <laughs> Well, man, you're up next. All right. Well, you know, I'm gonna. That was a fantastic segue there, uh, Mr. Peanut. <laughs> oh, thank you, sir. Well, because that went straight into what I think is the best Super Bowl comeback in NFL history. Is there you go. I agree with that. Super Bowl Li, and I mean, come on, <laughs> you have you got the Falcons going up. What was it? Twenty. What was it, 23 to – no, no. 28. 28, 28 to 3, three yeah. excuse me. And Tom Brady, Doc, came back and just <laughs> – I mean, I, I'm. I, it was a perfect segue. Thank you, Mr. Peanut. See, Mr. Peanut gave it out 446 yards. In no history did any team come back from a 10-point deficit in any Super Bowl history, and they came back. You know, what What was the end of that game? I can't even think of it off the top of my head. Um, 34-28. Look at that. I mean, OT. And yes, that's right. And then the, they sealed it with that two touchdowns or touchdown in the, um, in the end there. It just – it shows you how good Tom Brady can be and, and shows how good – and I, I'm going to give him credit – how good Bill Belichick can be at leading a team like that. And – and having a team that just wasn't going to give up. I mean, that's what we saw. We saw the best comeback in NFL Super Bowl history. And to me, that is the best Super Bowl game ever. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the points was when I was making about Brady. But in terms of the game, I think everyone every, everywhere – thought that game was over when right. I mean the Falcons were scoring at will they were getting the ball they're making turnovers everything was going their way until it just like wasn't you could see the Patriots slowly creeping back and you were just wondering if they had enough time to do it and the Falcons will never live 23 down Blue what do you Please got on it? 
Yeah, let's say at least the 27 to zero was like first round, you know, all this comeback <laughs> is getting me sick. Man. <laughs> I mean, it, it, being a Falcons fan and a Charger fan is kind of like similar to an extent. Um, you know, you hope you build a big enough lead and then it's, it's like you said, oh. the <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so, I mean, I, one of the greatest Super Bowls I've definitely watched. I remember being just like Rick, super excited, talking all talking way too much shit to my Boston fans at UFC. <laughs> just, uh, I remember all coming back on my face. So, great pick. <laughs> one of the better Super Bowls I've, I've got to watch. Doc, are you going to cry on this one too, or are you going to show some credit? Yeah, give well, it was it was shot it was a shocking comeback because you know it's not like you're playing the Texans or the Bears or the Lions or somebody who's known for like getting killed at the end of games. You're Super Bowl and they came back from all that way. I mean, I probably stopped watching for at least a good quarter, hanging out by the keg and going, Oh yeah, this thing is over. And they're like, oh, oh my God, scoring. And so it's like, oh my God, Brady's going to do it again. And yeah. he did. So, and he did. And that'll go to uh, your next pick, Doc. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Here's my favorite food. Nice. First food off the board. I like All that. All right. You're going to change right. the whole tide here. See, this is why you're involved. Good job. My favorite food which is made of barley and yeast and water if you don't have a beer when you're watching the super bowl then you have not experienced a super bowl so my favorite food during super bowl is a nice cold beer that's hilarious <laughs> <laughs> picks a beer as food. <laughs> hey, there's food in it. Wow. That's... Damn right. I don't know and why. So you I know, know why? Even, if you, don't, even if you don't drink beer right. during the Super Bowl, you got to like be impressed by how many beers people can drink during a Super Bowl. Right. And that's, you know, it's uh, that's always my uh, that's always my go to. Yeah, you can have wings, you can have chicken fingers, you can have white bean soup, chili, you know, all that. Beer is the superior. The hilarious part is he's going he's gonna to win a lot of uh, fan support on the graphic there. Oh. <laughs> for, the, for it's going to say food, and it's just going to be a <laughs> mug of beer. And it's just it's right. so on brand. He just lives so true to himself there. And I got to appreciate it, you know. Didn't didn't cross my mind to put beer as food, but right. you know that's uh, that's what makes you special, man. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, <laughs> tough one, tough one to follow there, Blue. But uh, you're yeah, up for that's very tough. <laughs> that's, that's tough, but I'm gonna do my best. I'm gonna I'm gonna follow it with a beer commercial. So hopefully that will segue in nicely. Um. This is probably my favorite commercial every Super Bowl. It's a Budweiser with the Clydesdales. Um, they have, there's a lot to choose from, right? But I feel like they do it right every year. There's been anything from like, they've, my favorite one is probably like the 9-11 Memorial one. That one was awesome. But 
I, year to year, they just don't miss on the Clydesdale commercial. It's something that I look, I'm just waiting for every year. And that's got to be, I'm, I'm pretty stoked. I got my top pick on that one. I love that pick. Doc, I know you're a big Clydesdale guy. Um, I also, for my favorite commercial, I mean, if, if you don't do anything during the Super Bowl and watch no commercials when the when the big horses come on, you stop the party. You got to watch it. And I agree, Blue. That's uh, so my when I get to mine, mine is going to be way better. But um, <laughs> yeah, you you wish. I got. I think he's just going to draft exactly what you just drafted. It's three out of my four. <laughs> So. But I, but I, the Super Bowl and the Clydesdales and Budweiser, it's just like, that's all synonymous, right? I mean, it's just a great, that's a great. Yeah. I think uh, just the fact that you know, like a Clydesdale Budweiser commercial is coming gives it a lot of street cred to it as well. Because, um, like you said, every year there's, it's just a little different, a little tweaked, but um, it's like a staple of the Super Bowl. It's its own like part of the Super Bowl. I actually have a mug here that I got from work that's a, a Budweiser Clydesdale thing and I love it so much. So uh, it's easily, it's just crisp and easy and it's just good. So I love the, I love the commercial pick. I love Budweiser too. Yeah. Budweiser's not bad. <laughs> the big diesel guy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> cool. But hey, never heard anybody. No, it didn't. Um, all right. So it's still my pick, huh? Yep. Going hey. to the third round here. I think we talked about this. This was one of the tougher ones for me was the venue. So I'm going to, I'm going to go there. I think we got depth in our other choices. Um, <laughs> Mr. Peanut, I think, you know, you could vouch to this, like growing up, the Super Bowl was at the Superdome, right? Like that was, they had so many Super Bowl there growing up and I just always thought it was there until it was moved. So for <laughs> me, another one that probably holds like sentimental value, but I just remember the Super Bowl being at the Superdome in New Orleans. They've yeah. had a lot of them. I mean, I when I looked online, I mean, I think that that maybe has had like six different Super Bowls. When I grew up, like it just feels like they were all there in a row, but they had so many so close to each other. I think. As that uh, stadium was definitely on my list. Um, it's one of those stadiums that has a feel of a big game to it, which I think is essential for this kind of pick. Yeah. Um, another part of it is. It gets super loud in there. Saints fans are known for being, you know, rabid. So I like the fact that the biggest game is going to be in one of the loudest environments. And uh, it's in a dome, so it's going to collectively rise as the game's getting intense. And uh, like Doc said, there's been a million Super Bowls there, and for good reason. So I like the pick. Super Dome, Super Bowl, right? Like, it's that simple. And the famous uh, lights going out. Storyline. Yeah. Yeah. A little storyline to it. That was Ravens, right? Was it Ravens? Ravens uh, 49ers, yeah. That's right, yep. yep. A classic, classic of mishap. <laughs> Some would say, you know, driven by Roger Goodell. Some would. Some would. <laughs> and it worked if it was oh, Goodell did, driven. Right? That's right. <laughs> you know he's got his finger in every pie. Come on. It's a multi-billion dollar industry, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, the lights go out. Very, uh, very suspicious. Yeah. As the Ravens were kicking their ass. Yeah. Just some guy lost his job. But I digress. <laughs> Doc, you're back up, kid. Your last selection was food, beer. So right. fired up for whatever you got. Well, 
I'm going to go, uh, I'll go venue. So in 1980, the, um, it was at um, the Rose Bowl and the Rams were playing the Steelers. And me and my brother, George, <laughs> went out to a bar the night before and there's a bunch of Steeler fans there and they were going to the Rose Bowl to watch the game, which in 1980 wasn't, you know, that big a deal. So they were off, they had extra tickets. So they were offering us tickets for a hundred bucks. And I said, no, 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 no. We'll get them at the stadium for 50. So we did go to the stadium. We did get them for 50 bucks. Um, but that's not my favorite place. Here's, here's my favorite. Here's my favorite place. Are you kidding? Whoa, what a segue. And that is a Super Bowl what, ticket. What are you showing us? Okay. Super Bowl ticket. Super Bowl ticket from Raymond James Stadium. And that's in Tampa. Wow. And Baltimore was playing the New York Giants. And Ray, uh, big linebacker, Lewis. Ray. Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis comes out in the middle of the smoke, and the pirate ship is freaking going off. And we got our tickets for this one. It was a little bit later. We got our tickets for this one for about $1,000. And the whole place erupted. And me and Bake and Randy, these are my relatives. We were all there, Carl. And there's the ticket still to this day on my wall of fame. So my favorite place and, and best memory is Raymond James Stadium. In that, was, that was wild. That was a wild ride. Who <laughs> was that, Doc? They, they just had one there a couple years ago, too. Yeah, they did. It's a very, it's, a, it's an incredible, it seats maybe, I don't know, 75,000, but the pirate ship in the middle of right. the end zone, or right awesome. on the corner, I mean, that's like, you can't go anywhere and see that, and they got cannons going off, and they got pirates on board, and they're partying, it's like, that in and of itself is a party, but the whole place was electric, and Tampa actually is a very kind of New Orleans type of a place. So we had just an absolute yeah. blast, and it was a lot of They're fun. real cannons, right? They're real cannons? Yeah. Pretty sure? Yeah. They don't They don't shoot cannonballs, Blue. But it's like, you know, <laughs> they it's still cool. They can, make, they can make that. They can make it fake, right? You know? Oh, yeah. No, it, they it, got something it, it is loud. They have upgraded from fake cannons probably about 10, 15 years ago. So it's cool to make <laughs> it, it. It is loud in it, like. Oh, it shocks the shit out of you when they pull that thing <laughs> off. But it uh, that was that was a blast. We had fun. Yeah. It was a great game too. Well, I can't remember like thirty-one, nineteen or something. But Ray Lewis played a great game, and but him coming out of the smoke, he was the you know you uh, come out of the tunnel right, and all these guys are coming out ready to go, and he led the charge, and he was the only guy. And then the rest of the Ravens came after. It was like. Starting, it was so fun. Yeah, well, that was 2001 for uh, just the record, and uh, one of the better, or arguably, it could be the best defense of all time. That's been argued. They just had a 30 for 30 come out, boys of Baltimore. 
Um, but that was that team. And Ray Lewis was going, I would just watched it. And then Ray Lewis is going over the Giants, like uh, play or their offensive drives the entire game. And basically it was punt, 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 interception, wow. punt, interception, interception, punt. And like he was just reading the entire, uh, like the only touchdown the Giants scored was on a kicker turn. And then in that game, there was the back-to-back kicker turn. Like, the Giants got the kicker turn touchdown, and then the Ravens yes. got the kicker turn touchdown. Yes. And, I mean, I love the pick because if you ever go to a Super Bowl, which I haven't had the, you know, I haven't, I haven't done that yet on the, the bucket list, but if you ever go to one, that should absolutely be your pick. Uh, and Tampa Bay looks like an awesome stadium regardless. So, good selection. I, I forgot about the back-to-back. That whole back-to-back thing took, like, 20 minutes. Because of the commercials and stuff going on. It was like, boom, they score. Literally a minute went off the clock. <laughs> we had two touchdowns and people are going crazy. And oh, my God. Yeah, I have to fun. ask for the, the sports banter people. How did we start at the Rose on that? On that? <laughs> well, what did the Rose Bowl have to do with any of that? That was just like a well, flex. Because like, I thought, you know, being Southern California, everybody figured I'd go there. Or maybe San Diego, but no. Nah. Tampa Bay. That was just a flex of like, yeah, Super Bowl tickets used to be 50 bucks, man. Anyway, I'm going Tampa Bay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just uh, I just left because the NFL got exposed to how bad the stadium was. Right? So yes. No, yeah. yeah. It was going downhill. And that was like 2003. But anyway. Uh, Polar Bear, you're up. All right. <laughs> Rubs his hands together. Whoa. Let's go. Um, so I'm going to go with venue. And you guys like following suit with each other. I, I got to say that. <laughs> yeah, I like that. One, hey, one guy goes and the rest follow. <laughs> so do you, Mr. Peanut. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, and this might shock many of you, but my venue for the Super Bowl is Qualcomm Stadium. And okay. the reason for that is, uh, one, it was the very first football stadium I've ever I ever went to was Qualcomm Stadium, so there's a sentimental value there. And number two is I actually saw my first live Super Bowl there with the um, Buccaneers and the Raiders in 2003. So I was, it's got a little bit of a sentimental value to myself. One being the first stadium I ever got to watch a full football game in. And number two is the first game, first Super Bowl that I've ever seen live. And the only one I've seen live. Um, And my dad and I got tickets from a family friend just randomly, like two days before the Super Bowl. And we decided to go. So, mind you, we were sitting in the nosebleeds. But nonetheless, it, it it means a lot to me. But so, and that's why it's my venue. Plus, it's San Diego. So, it's it really rings home with myself. All of us here have been to that stadium, you know, one, if not a million times. So, and now it's no longer there. So, to say that I got to go to a football game and I got to see a Super Bowl there. Not many people get to say that. Lou, what do you got on it? It's a great pick. Um, 
I mean, the father-son thing, I think that, that helped, that really hits home for me. And um, to be able to experience that, like with your pops, like that's gotta be like a memory you'll never forget about, right? Um, and as a Charger fan, like watching the Raiders get their ass kicked, right? <laughs> probably pretty stupid. Um, that was John Gruden and Brad Johnson. Um, Another great that defense. Game. I remember that game like very clear as well, like watching it with my pops. Um, but I, I think it's partially because like we had tides in San Diego and we wanted to be at that game, right? We weren't able to go. We were man, we lived in Mammoth back then, but just to have the Super Bowl was like not my backyard, but somewhere that like was was special to me as well, um, in a place that like I used to go to all so many Charger games there, so. Maybe it wasn't the prettiest venue or the greatest venue, but it's special to us for sure. Right. 100%. Uh, also, I didn't go to the game, but I didn't know you went either. And that is fantastic. Because I, I did know some people who did get to go to the game. And they had a blast, obviously. But there was, like, the week before, like, the Pro Bowl week, they had this, and they had this thing called the NFL Experience come down. And uh, me and Chris Clifford actually went to that and got to meet uh, Matt Hasselbeck, Tim Hasselbeck, wow. Bubba Franks, and like uh, some other just NFL guys. And I, don't, I think we were what, like nine, 10, some wh whatever age where you're like mesmerized by professional athletes just because they're professional athletes. So having that experience like face to face and knowing that the Super Bowl is this like massive deal and it was in our city was awesome to even be a part of something around it so um that's definitely something that i wanted ha to happen again growing and you know older and whatever and hopefully something that will be back with the new stadium uh, at some point i don't know when but um definitely being a san diego it holds a lot of value so love the pick nothing demons oh no i mean i'm well i love the father-son thing that's great Brad. Uh, but I, I I do have a funny story. We went to the Green Bay, Denver, Super Bowl. Oh yeah, Qualcomm. We had no tickets. Oh wow. So we we figured we would just give the guy you know taking tickets, <laughs> two hundred bucks, and just go hey here's my ticket here's two hundred bucks, and just walk through the gate. And the guy goes where's your ticket? And I go no this is my ticket. Yes, no, you can't get in. So I just, I just want to like walk around. I don't really like. I don't need a seat. He goes, you ain't getting a seat. Get out of here. Oh man. So he didn't take, so we, Simpler times. So my two hundred bucks meant nothing, and we went to the town and country, <laughs> the town and country hotel in Mission Valley, and watched the game. Wow. <laughs> What is that? Is that McGregor's? Is that that bar that was right by Falcom? Yeah. Well, that's on the other side, but we went, yeah. After games all the time. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, by that point, uh, Super Bowl tickets were like two grand, I think. I don't know, 1500 <laughs> So I gave him 200 bucks. I'm going, man, this is like a gift. The dude just is like standing there. Give me, get me in. He goes, no, dude, you ain't watching the game in here. <laughs> I go, oh, boy. You ain't coming through this wall. <laughs> yeah, well, you know the, uh, the, the good old days of bribing people to get into places yeah see that's that, those are the good old days that's old <laughs> school man. that's old school i love that oh my god i tried 
You tried. All right, back to me. Uh, I think I'm going to go... I want to go food. All right. And it's not, you know, it's not flashy. It's not like I'm going to wow you. <laughs> but it's just like if I see it at the party, I'm fired up. I'm going to I'm going to get my little plate and I'm going to make a little platter for myself. And that is Kane's chicken tenders specifically. Yeah, right. With the sauce. Um look, I need something I need something the pregame while I'm filling out my sheet to uh set my palate. Because once I start getting on Doc's food, beer, I need something already, you know, in there. It's going to help me out later. So, and that's what Kane's Chicken Tender is all about. It's delicious. The sauce is unique and delicious. What more do you need? And then once I have that, it's not going to be too filling. I'm not going to feel full. And then I go straight to the keg. You got beer, chicken tenders. It's a great combo. And quite frankly, if you have a qualm about it, that's more on you than it is on me, buddy. I just feel like, I mean, I love Canes. I love the pick. It's a great, but I feel like for me, I can't get that. Like, how do, how am I going to get Canes up here? And like, there's a lot of places in the country you can't. Special guest. Yeah. That's, uh, if I had, if it was available. Yeah. I'm just kind of. That's a fair point. Uh, I haven't been in a location where it hasn't been available. So, so I mean, um, um, that's my yeah, favorite. I, I mean, I I don't want to say I'm a chicken tender connoisseur by any means, but you know, I've been a chicken tender, all right? And I think, like, <laughs> you know, I'd say Canes does it right, and then any good golf course would be second. But, like, there's nothing. You, and then maybe Chick-fil-A third. But yeah, I mean, honestly. I'm a big chicken finger guy. That's just a great pick. Well, we're gonna have canes on uh, Sunday if uh, if you can make it, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, yeah, but see, the see that's you know that's my normal party I go to. So I've been I've been in the canes chicken game for a long time now, and it has treated me very well. That's it's good. no sandwich, Brock. We make we get canes. <laughs> good man, good man. I just wish that I could get canes. Like I don't think there's any in the Bay Area. Yeah, that's that's tough. That's that's surprising, I would say. But at the same time, it's not that surprising. I no. used, I loved it. But yeah, there's no fast food up here. Dude. It's what the fuck? That's it, brutal. He's <laughs> so pissed. People, People are eating roasted duck up there when they could be having Cane's chicken tenders. Let's keep it simple. I don't need a $50 duck. I don't know what duck tastes like, but I know what Cane's tastes like. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, the sushi. 35 bucks. The sushi is really good up here in San Francisco. Let's <laughs> have a little Better. sushi with the Super Bowl. Oh, boy. Go on a rant. Kombucha and fucking charcuterie boards. If I go to a party here, so like charcuterie boards. That's right up Brian's alley. He's a big charcuterie board guy. Hey, you know what? I am. I'm a fancy man. Damn it. I'm not saying I'm opposed to it, but for the Super Bowl, I don't want a charcuterie board. Yeah, correct. Yeah, you know what? You got to understand your clientele. You might have that person that is from the Bay Area expecting a charcuterie board. (laughs) You give them that little sliver of the island. Of just some cured meats and cheese, and you say, <laughs> "Have at it, son," and you're done. 
You know you what? You are appeasing to all your guests, Doc. Appeasing to all your guests, which you do very well at your Super Bowl party. Uh, I do, <laughs> but there's absolutely no concern for anyone coming to my Super Bowl party other than me. And hey, I, and, I have so much respect for that. You know, That's why the woman takes care of the hospitality side. And you correct. Guys, she's she's making a charcuterie board. Yeah. She'll, she'll set it up. She's shaking hands. She's making sure everybody's good. Yeah, it was all over the charcuterie board. The president board. of the United States on that day. I, I got to get it out there. I got to get it. I got to get it live. KB and Becky, that's, that's, they'd be all over it. They wouldn't <laughs> touch any of the fray. be all on the cured meats and cheese. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong at all. I 100%. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, you may not get that's that facts. here unless the womb, you know, somebody. Oh, they, might, they might even bring it themselves. That's right. They might. That's right. <laughs> Those, just to make sure it's there. Beautiful, like, <laughs> snack boards. I'm like, I don't even want to eat it. <laughs> Half the work is because it's beautiful. All you really need are fried foods. You need, like, chicken. You need, like, fried peas. You need, like... All right, all right uh, There's still picks to be made here. We don't give away right, picks. Okay. okay. We don't <laughs> give away picks. What the hell? Um, okay. All right. I'm back up. That, that was great. That, that turned into a tornado. Right there. Just change chicken. You see how electric it is? It gets the people going. <laughs> I'm going to go commercial. And I'm going uh, Terry Tate Office Enforcer. One of the all-time Reebok commercials. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's a quick YouTube search and you go, oh, yeah. The dude who's just slamming guys around the office, making sure they're in line. It is beautiful. <laughs> um. I just remember being a kid, and I thought it was like Ray Lewis for the longest time, and it wasn't. I figured out, and it's just like there's just this guy like causing, raising hell around the office, like smoking everybody. Um, hilarious, short, quick, and that was when Reebok was tight too. Now I don't. Now I'm not so sure, but at the time, elite commercial. I think that is a fantastic pick. Great pick for the commercial there, Mister Peanut. Anytime you can get a football player just coming around, throwing his weight around, and representing the good brand of Reebok, it's the best. And, um, you know, I, I it's funny you brought that up because I didn't even put it on my list. But once you said it, I, I did go, fuck, I should have put that on there. And <laughs> it's it just fantastic. You know, sauntering around in his uh, – Freaking red jersey, just I'm gonna <laughs> out of these people. I'm the hall monitor, bitch. <laughs> so good, fantastic pick, man. Fantastic pick. You guys remember the NFL equipment? That was that was Reebok, right? That's right. NFL yeah. sponsored. Yep. Yeah, NFL equipment was the shit. Whenever you see anybody in like NFL equipment dry fit, it's like I wish I would have oh, yeah. kept a like old Chargers one. You know? Yeah, our old Star stuff too. It's the same. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was certainly an elite time. Uh, Polar Bear, you back up. Don't you worry, I'm here. Um, <laughs> number, I'm on my fourth pick, correct? That's correct. I, I'm rolling in with, I'm going to go party food. And um, just, uh, you know, any any Super Bowl party is, it's not complete with the good old, Chicken wing, 
You can't oh. go with the chicken wing. And, you know, you, you, you have so many avenues of flavors that you can go through with chicken wing. I don't have qualms with any of them. Uh, and <laughs> the bigger the selection, the better there, the better the party there is. And I'm a bigger man, and I'll throw down like 40 chicken wings if I really want to at a Super Bowl party. <laughs> oh, wow. And you know what? I'll look at everybody and go, it's a Super Bowl. Who gives a shit? There's fried food, French fries, all that jazz. But you know what? You can never go wrong with a true chicken wing. And I will say this. I never had Canes before I went to a Downing Super Bowl. And it was fantastic. Uh, just unbelievable pick. I mean, it's it's literally the first thing. Canes is like the delicacy of the chicken tenders world, which is why I like it. But wings, everybody's got. You're a delicate man. Uh, <laughs> let me ask you this: Where are you getting the wings from? Ooh. Um, you know, I'm I'm very very fond of uh, Dirty Birds here in San Diego. Ooh. Fantastic, okay. fantastic. Wrong. <laughs> Fantastic wing joint. Um, can't go wrong with. Actually, I will say this: I had never gotten wings prior to uh, Mr. Peanut um, from Epic Wings. I'd never gotten wings from there. Of course, there. of course. And I appreciate that. Uh, you know that. Uh, you know, just volley there to a great place to get wings, but. <laughs> Number one for me is Dirty Birds. If you get wings from Dirty Birds, I'm all over it. All over it. Excellent answer. Uh, it's a phenomenal wing joint. Super Bowl wings are a staple. Wings, yeah. beer. That's kind of the first things you think of, really. Um, <laughs> if you're at a place, if you're at a place in uh, the Bay Area that has just charcuterie boards and no wings, get the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. Get, get out get quick. The- Get the hell out of there because you're dealing because, with people. You know, name shit, you know, because you're dealing with people that are probably not going to know what channel the game's on, not going to know where the remote is, not going to have the volume up, and these are three intangibles that you can't risk on a day like Sunday. So, yes, not be attending any Super Bowl parties of that kind. <laughs> <laughs> that's good to hear. Oh, but yeah. uh, the wings selection is—it's just that's what Sunday's all about. It's you want to have a mountain of wings. You want to open that tray. You want to see a little steam come off. Not too much, mind you, but a little steam come off. You want to fill your plate off, fill your plate up without, you know, making it seem like you're having too much. So the next guy can get his fill. And uh, you kind of just, that's how you start your brand of the day. It's huge. I got a big question for you, Polar Bear. Go ahead. Uh, Drumsticks or flats? I'm a flat man. Come on. There you go. That's all I wanted to hear. That's all I wanted to hear. Uh, I'd say both. I'm both. Oh, no, I'm, both. Hey, hey, I'm not. I'm not going to argue both. Right it's flats, right? It's flats, right? It's flats. But, but flats, flats, are, flats are fine. But sometimes I want to, you know, go ham on a drumstick. I get a little challenge. Pop those off and just get a mouthful of meat. No, pause <laughs> for a second. It's, yeah, hey, I mean, but like, you can't beat a flat. I'm a big. I mean, I, Dirty Birds. Before we go any farther, like I just want to take a minute to respect. <laughs> I miss that place so much, man. All I have Ooh. is Wingstop, and like Wingstop gets the job done, but it it is not Dirty Birds. 
100%. Doc, Wings, you in? Oh, my, well, yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> we were, uh, well, only because Buffalo Wild Wings is close to us, and we don't have anybody down in PB or uh, anybody to pick up the Epic Wings because we don't have anything up this way, that way. Um, but we definitely have canes coming, and we have um, Buffalo Wild Wings. So, uh, Bri, by the way, if you're uh, unencumbered on Sunday, you are more than welcome to come over. Oh, I appreciate that. I appreciate Wow, that. your selection was so monumental. You actually got an invite in the fourth round. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I greatly appreciate that. Wow. I will say this. I am... I'm, I say Dirty Birds, but my second listing there for wings is a place in, and I'm I'm going to challenge you, Mr. Peanut, to go to it because it is near you. It's in Connecticut. It's called the Blind Rhino. And they were actually ranked the number one buffalo wing in the United States. Wow. And their wings are... If I could have those at every Super Bowl party, I would. <laughs> a question for uh, Polar Bear. Go Blue ahead. cheese or ranch? Say that again? Blue cheese or ranch? Now, there is only one right answer here. Well, I don't know because I might not have the right answer here. So right. I might say there's two right answers. I'm, well, I'm here, here, this is, you know, this is my thing. I'm a man of many wing eating, <laughs> and I have I have no problem with either. <laughs> okay. But what so, do you mean? If you had two in front of you, what are, what are you picking first? There you I'd go. I I would go ranch, and then yeah, I would. Of course. And then, but this is my thing. I, I savages. I I, I, oh, I would dance with the blue cheese, though. Let me tell you. Yeah. All right. Oh, we've covered the wings. <laughs> we've covered the wings. Now it's 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 Doc's turn to uh, do some shit. Doc, what do you got? Round four. I'm gonna say my my best still last. So I'm going to go with player. Okay. Right. Player's category. Nobody said a player yep. yet. I have, yeah. Oh, Mr. Peanut has. Your your hatred of Tom Brady was shown. <laughs> yeah, he just disregarded my pick. Yeah. I, he literally disregarded your whole pick. He deleted it in his mind. <laughs> He's got issues. He's old. <laughs> so opening... The Super Bowl. I mean, you know, I get back to the Bears roots, but this is still an incredible event. Opening the Super Bowl, Bears versus Colts. Oh. And Devin Hester. Wow. Didn't even take an MVP. Just, wow. Love it. (laughs) Takes it back all the way. And it's. Seven nothing Bears within, I don't know, 30 seconds of the game even. You had to bring up that one. <laughs> and Devin Hester, uh, yeah, Super Bowl, I mean, he, he's shown his life, but that dude made so many punt returns, so many kick returns. Um, he was electric. And I don't know if they even had deferring them, but the fact that we were going to get the kickoff and Devin Hester had a chance to take it back, because who's our quarterback? Rex Grossman, right? How are we, we going to score with Rex Grossman? Devin Hester takes it all the way back for the touchdown. 
first part of the game. And we got, I think, one more touch on after that. But <laughs> that, that, was, that guy was, he was excited. Yeah, I'll, I'll jump in, certainly. I mean, that was, so I was old, I was in like eighth grade and the Bears were in it for the first time for me. And that whole year was like the best defense. And then Devin Hester, as we talking about, and the opening kickoff return for a touchdown was probably the most electric thing I've seen in sports. And like, I don't know, in any situation, I guess, because it's the beginning of the game. I mean, right there and then I said, it's over. I mean, we're smoking these fools and that's that. I mean, we got all the momentum. We actually got an interception on the very first drive too. So I really thought it was the case then. Uh, but to have a guy like Devin Hester on your squad who can score at any moment just because he can cut and he's faster and he just finds the hole, that was an unbelievable era of time to be a Bears fan. And that moment is still, even though the Bears lost that game, it's still one of the best Super Bowl moments in history. Um, so credit to you for picking just like a, an awesome moment. Obviously, it's more special to us, but he's the only guy to ever do it. And I think that's uh, – Cool. I think it was a great pick. I think, um, you know, just, I think, you know, Mr. Peanut and I have talked about this, about setting the tone of a football game and to have a guy come out like that and set the tone on that kind of level. And during that big of a moment is, you know, even though you're, even though the bears didn't win that game, that showed that I I think it was a great pick. It shows who he was in my mind and everyone else's mind, you think about that to this day in football history. So that was a great pick, Doc. Great pick. Well, you got anything on D Hester? Again, right? Like I just just wish I could see my team in a Super Bowl. <laughs> part of that game would have been part of my list. So I mean, great pick. Not I mean that's on my list as well. Um I remember watching that like very clearly. And to your point, remember thinking like as a football, like they have Rex Grossman, how are they going to score? And it's like, well, they got defense, they got Devin Hester. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, yeah, you're right. We, we got uh, and my second, and my second message, which I also absolutely love, so I just want to bring it up, is Joe Namath. Mm. Okay. Joe Willie Namath. This is way before you guys, <laughs> but the ball. I I got to bring it up. Well, hold, hold on. Dude. <laughs> in the locker room afterwards. Well. The the Baltimore yeah, we, Colts were like the prohibitive favorite, and Joe Willie Namath goes, "We're gonna beat their ass," and they did. And it was like we were watching the game. Well, kinda, because it's black and white TV at that point, and it was like, "Oh my God, Joe Willie Namath, he's gonna do it." Young guy from Alabama and. He said, we're going to beat their ass. I don't care what anybody says we're going to win. That would be my sense of that. It's a great selection, but wait wait for the honorable mentions to get, like, multiple picks out there, kid, because yeah. there's still draft picks out there. So if, like, Bryson wanted Namath, then you just smoked it. <laughs> no, I don't think anybody wanted Namath. I don't think he did, but you got to wait. There's an order of things. Is that, the, is that the same game where, like, the iconic photo of him, like, smoking heaters in the locker room? Is that from that? Game? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, an all, yeah. that's an all-time pick. All-time photo, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's all-time pick. All right, Bryson, to you. Last two picks here. Uh, 
That's funny. I actually, I'm going to go with my bottom choice on players. Everybody's available, but I'm, I'm going to go with the bottom here. I think a lot of the discussion leading up to it um, has influenced this choice, but I'm going to go with Nick Foles, Super Bowl 52. Um, we've talked about underdogs, right? This guy, Nick Foles, was never given a chance. We've seen he's really maybe not the greatest quarterback, but something about that year and the confidence that Philadelphia established in him. Like, the guy's got a fucking statue outside of the stadium for one season, right? Like, <laughs> that alone is people will play 20 years for a franchise and not get a statue, right? right. Um, the greatest of the greatest get a statue. This guy did one year and then, like, the Philly special and all of the teams that have tried to mimic that in those types of situations – I think it, it's it got to be Big Dick Nick um, for me. And it's, again, right, like beating Brady. Beating, it's just, There's a lot that goes into that. Um, so statue, they built a statue for the guy. <laughs> so that's what I'm going to base it on. Uh, yeah. For when I was picking Brady, I was deciding between Foles and Brady. And I kind of hurt that I didn't go with Foles, but I'm glad that someone else picked him up. Uh just a historic run, like you were just saying, uh, played out of his mind for whether it was just like the end of the season there, end of the playoffs. And uh, I, don't, I don't know what rhythm he found, but he was a top quarterback at that point in time. And the numbers he put up in that game were unreal. We got 373 yards, three touchdowns, and a receiving touchdown, like talking about the Philly special. Um, that Eagles team couldn't be stopped, and he was the main reason for it so great pick and another one of the Patriots losing and me celebrating that fact so thank you Nick Foles and it's like the guys always had like the natural ability to be like an NFL quarterback right it's like you finally put it together for a year and um I forgot what game, where was he at this year but he was playing against the Chargers I think right you're like five picks or what's that yeah he was he's still out there somewhere maybe it was Indianapolis I don't know the guy's like a I don't want to call him up. like he's cash and checks, second, third string quarterback, and he's got a statue, right? Like <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a it's, it's a story unlike any other. Correct. A, a tradition unlike any other coming up. <laughs> okay. uh, we're getting into food. Right? Yeah, rip it. Last pick. Um I'm actually shocked this is here. This is my favorite. Oh wow favorite snack to watch football with and it's got to be made correctly though but it's a staple it's the good old buffalo chicken dip with tostito scoops um you can't eat it. if it's made the right way right i can make a mean one my girlfriend makes a mean one and you know, <laughs> big crock pot guy we bring that to the super bowl party and like nobody's ever it's it, it's never not empty doc you read buffalo chicken dip in your life Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, not a bad choice. I'll take that. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Remember to say not a bad choice to say he's Jordan Quick got a better one than me, so I'll take it. Couple mentions there, so that was, I, this was a tough one for me. Food, like I'm a big food guy. Yeah, so, buffalo big... buffalo chicken dip is an exceptional choice. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> butterflies inside now hearing that <laughs> leave it at that okay yeah i mean jackie makes a phenomenal one it is one of my favorite treats of all time 
<laughs> and it is, and it is with the Tostito scoops as well. It is big. with those. Those are big because it fits right. It's perfect. Watch. That's the only way you should do it. I want to scoop it up, man. I want some. Yeah, more. it's yeah. Like, that's what the chips are made for. It's beautiful, and it is, uh, it's a delicious snack, and it's wonderful. So I got no qualms with it. No qualms, Polar Bear. Good job. Final pick of my draft selection, not a Clydesdale. Tell you that right now, is my player. And um, this is this is more of a football history, but also one of my favorite players um, in the NFL in NFL history. And that is an offensive guard by the name of Nate Newton. Played for the Cowboys. Played in three Super Bowls, ninety. 394-96, led the Cowboys to, I mean, come on, assisted them in winning two of those Super Bowls. Um, actually, I think three of them. But nonetheless, I mean, Emmett Smith rushing for over 1,700 yards. I think one season he had like close to 2,100 yards in the season for that. I'm an O-line guy. No one's going to know who the fuck Nate Newton is unless you really love football. <laughs> I was going to go total segue and make it my own. I was going to say the whole O-line of the Cowboys during the 90s, which is great. But I, I pulled the reins in, and that's my that's my choice. No qualms. No qualms. I can't hate it. You know, as a fellow O-lineman, like, I just, res- I just res- I respect the hell out of the pick. Um, I'm not sure if, you know, the fans voting will understand it, but I love it. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I thought you were going to say Orlando Pace, honestly, when you were talking about. Then I heard guard, and I was like, ah, but yeah. hey. Yeah, I agree with Bryson. I mean, I like that you stay true to the brand of the O-line, man. You know what I mean? Like like you said, no one's going to know who that is. I didn't know who it was when you were talking about it, but I'm sure he was a sturdy stand-up guy. I know that. Yeah. If you're giving him street cred, then I'm in on it. Yeah, I hope that the – in NFL history in my personal – I hope that the crowd respects the trueness to the O-line craft. That's right. And that's what I hope, you know. Not a Clydesdale, but, man, they could beat up a Clydesdale. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah, Doc's, Doc's going to find that YouTube video. For my last pick, I'm uh, picking a venue here, and I'm going the University of Phoenix Stadium, which is where the Cardinals play. And wow. for, two, for two specific reasons here. I like the construction of the stadium. I think, again, like when I said about the Super Superdome pick, it presents the idea like a big game is going to be played here. And yeah. a couple of just super memorable Super Bowls have been played there. One was my first pick, the Giants-Patriot game, 17-14. And the other was the Patriots-Seahawks debacle where the Seahawks elected to throw the ball instead of handing it off to Lynch for the easy touchdown. Those are the only two Super Bowls that have been played in the stadium. So that means to me that it's a place where shit goes down at the highest level. Right. I, and fun, fun fact, I've seen Notre Dame get their ass whooped there. So. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. I, uh, I like the pick, Rick. Uh, excuse me, Mr. Peanut. I think anytime you can get a stadium like that where, again, I, I, I really like the thought of just, you know, this is a place where – a you know, something big is going to go down and a good venue in that sense. So I can't go wrong with that. I can't, you can't go wrong with that. And also too, I mean, just the, the loudness 
in, in, in that kind of place is just, I mean, it's, it's deafening, if you will. What about anything? Where else would you want to uh, be? Well, uh, go ahead, right. Brett. Oh, sorry. No, aid before beauty, please. <laughs> Super Bowl this year is in uh, Glendale, right? Is same it? place? Same yeah. place or different? Oh, it's there. Same. It same. is there. Wow. I, what a segue. What a segue. Fired up now. So I guess, yeah, we're expecting big things then. And I do <laughs> like the matchup at the stadium. So. Right. All right, Doc. Last chance. Honorable mentions from the from the dais. Um, I would say stadium. Bill. That was an honorable mention for me. Pillsbury Pigs well, in a Blanket is a big food staple for me. Um, a sucker for that on Super Bowl. I make it like <laughs> that's. I had to get that out there. What else do I got? Um, I've never ever had a pig in a blanket and a Super Bowl. Never ever. Uh, it's just. A, it's just. It's got to be the Pillsbury like little croissant things. That's amazing. How did nobody yeah, have? It's, it's all right. It's just a weird. It's, it's okay. um, nobody had Mean Joe Green for the. Uh, I love Mean Joe Green. That's a good one. I, I thought I was Doc. I was waiting for you to pick that. That was actually one of my. Uh, it's on my list, but you know, I, did, I didn't know that anybody would even know anything about that. Come on, that 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 is a dig. That is a dig. We don't appreciate. I'm that. not going to accept that. Good <laughs> heavens! And of also, we know, and of also, we know and, and, and to that point, Doc, your son is on here, and I know that you would educate your son on Mean <laughs> Joe Green. So that that, sir, is unacceptable. Okay, so he's, what he's was the straight? About? What was the commercial about? Coca Cola. Coca Cola, yeah. Tossing Thanks, the jersey, baby. Thanks, Mean Joe. A coconut <laughs> smile. That would have been all time. That's a good one. That's a great honorable mention. You know what? He Doc gets a minus one for expecting his son to not know that. Yeah, he's you know, once again, he's got qualms. <laughs> I would say you know an honorable mention for like uh, Super Bowl was 2015 Patriots Seahawks interception yeah. in the end zone. I mean, I I, w- I don't know if it's. The, one of the best Super Bowls, I would say, maybe just the outcome of the game is one of the most memorable. Um, you, you know, yeah. I mean, just give it to the beast. Yeah, I have I had the Steelers yeah. and Cardinals on my list as well, as well as James Harrison. Just like that pick six, like right before halftime. Um, for some reason, that one is just like stuck in my brain too. I remember, like, it's crazy because the Super Bowl I picked was Kurt Warner. And 34, and then I realized, like, <laughs> nine years later, the guy's on a different team and still doing it. So that was a fantastic game. And Larry Fitzgerald had an unbelievable game that gets right. kind of lost in the weeds there and, and would have had the game winning yeah. touchdown, but scored too quickly, basically. I have some uh, It was just, awesome. yeah. I got games as well. Uh, this is just a stupid one, but I was going to put it out there was uh, 2001 Super Bowl Giants and Rams. And the only reason I was going to put it out there is because the next week was the first game of the XFL, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Which which is coming back, by the way. That's right. And so is the USFL. I had the Super Bowl 38 
Patriots Panthers 32-29 with Jake DeLome and Tom Brady duking it out. Oh nice. Oh, that was that was 2004. That was like one of my favorites as a kid. Mushin Muhammad, Steve Smith just going off. Jake DeLome of all people has like an unreal year. And uh Vinatieri kicks it again through the uprights. For so Matt, nobody's mentioned like Joe Montana once. I have Steve Young on my list. Just I do too. And was, Jerry Rice. Oh, yeah. he got the off his yeah, back. Yeah, well, uh, Joe Montana had four. He had four yeah. Super Bowl wins. He threw eleven TDs, no picks, and he won the MVP three times. Said Joe Montana. Sounds. <laughs> Sounds like it like should have been, been on your list. It should have been your pick. I mean, that was in our era. Should have been well, on. Your I, I went with Devin Hester, but I mean, I'm. Yeah. You. I mean, that's and Joe Montana. Guess where he went to the school? Unreal. He. How do you go Devin Hester instead of Joe Montana? Joe Montana. And then, and then he's your honorable mention. It's almost yeah. Like and then, and then you're so quick to blame us. Like, yeah, nah, you're the one. So quick to judge Tom Brady. Good heavens. Also, I had Vaughn Miller as an MVP and Ray Lewis because sure. I, I like when the defensive guys get some shine. And Vaughn right. Miller definitely dominated the Panthers uh, that Super Bowl. I had for venues, and I know that there's never been a Super Bowl there, but I put Lambeau Field down. I mean, that would just, just – again, I didn't really know the rules per se. It, it had, it, I took it as it had – it has never – Hosted a Super Bowl, so it doesn't deserve to be in that. Yeah, I feel like you got to host it in order yep. to say. And, but, I mean, to have a Super Bowl there just around that super football NFL history, uh, you know, and the ice cold, too, I mean, that would just – that would be an awesome, awesome venue to have a Super Bowl in. That would be pretty unbelievable. So where, and, was super bowl, where was Super Bowl one? I don't believe Play it was – Coliseum. L.A. Col- there you go, at the Coliseum, correct. Makes sense. Get out of the cold, right? That's right. Right. All right, I'm going to go uh, just give a rundown of the teams. We'll wrap this up. Love it. Uh, so Bryson's team, Titans-Rams, Super Bowl 34, mm-hmm. Budweiser-Clydesdales, heavily controversial with Doc later on in the draft. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> venue. <laughs> venue. <laughs> Well, that's, you know what? That's not a commercial. That's just a broad statement. I brought an actual commercial into it. Benny was the Superdome. Yeah. <laughs> Nick Foles, MVP of Super Bowl 52, and Buffalo Chicken Dip is food. Right. Doc, Bears, Patriots, Super Bowl 20 for his game. Food, beer, <laughs> venue, Raymond James Stadium, Tampa Bay. Player performance, Devin Hester, specifically returning the opening kickoff. And the Budweiser Puppy Love commercial, which really was another Clyde Stella. <laughs> uh, polar Bear. Polar Bear Showdown. McDonald's playing. Oh, Michael Jordan and Larry Bird Showdown for a Big Mac. Falcons, Patriots, Super Bowl, LI for his game. Venue, Qualcomm Stadium. Wings for food. Preferably Dirty Birds and MVP Nate N- Newton. That's right. Nate Newton, the O lineman for the Cowboys. Yeah. Right. Good. And then Mr. Peanuts has the Giants Patriots Super Bowl 42, 
Tom Brady, the MVP of Super Bowl LI. Uh, Kane's chicken tenders for food. Terry Tate, office linebacker for commercial. And the Arizona Cardinals Stadium, which is where the Super Bowl is this year. Hey, fellas. Excellent work. Um, you know, that was that was war. That was just flat-out war. No other way you can cut it, shape it, <laughs> turn it, and push it other than war. <laughs> but uh, we will get this up on our Instagram and such and let the fans decide who – whose team they like the best, and we'll let you know. Thank you both for coming on. Doc, always a pleasure. You never know what antics you're going to pull, and you did not disappoint. Bryson, Super Bowl, or the uh, Sports Banter Fantasy winner. I it was an, I just hope to be a reoccurring guest. That's all I could say. Oh, absolutely. You were a tremendous, tremendous rookie performance. And If uh, you win the draft, you're not invited. You've won two <laughs> Yeah, we might have to banish all Blakes if you guys go back to back. That's right. <laughs> a lot of pressure with that. <laughs> right, damn it. Oh, man. But for episode 29, season two, the Super Bowl snake draft, we out. See ya. See ya.